wonderful people, welcome back to another episode of Culture Fred. As always, you are joined by Terry and Chrissy, your favourite Ghana girls exploring African influences across the globe. We're so glad that you've joined us for another episode. As always, remember to like, share and subscribe to our podcast. And if you really love what you're hearing, give us a follow on Instagram, Culture Fred UK. I think I think actually you brought this to my attention mm. was the hashtag on Twitter um, what was it and bad fix. Go- no fix this country fix this country and yeah. I saw end bad governance but I think that was in relation to Nigeria but also it was coming up in this or as well end bad governance governance yeah mm. so fix this fix this country was the main thing and that was in Ghana I think there was some protest as well actually yeah. on Independence Square in Ghana around fix this country so when I looked into it to see like what exactly they were talking about what I was seeing was uh, where you know, it fixed the bad roads, the sanitation system was bad, mm-hmm. the running water situation. Um, low wages and salaries was a big one, especially because the cost of living in Ghana has been increasing quite a lot. And I actually have a few stats from a few websites that we can yeah. talk about later. Like the healthcare system, unemployment, um, the exchange rate. I checked the, today mm. on Google, I think it was like one pound to eight something cities. Right. Yeah, <laughs> which is. is a bit wild. Uh, so yeah, I was seeing all of those kind of things. So um, I just wanted to research into it a bit more and just understand, because of course these are like typical things that we hear about all the time. I think it's got to the point where it's like this is ridiculous. Like yeah, fix much. it right now, and um, especially as the cost of living is rising. When I I saw a few things that like mentioned Ghana being the, one of the most expensive countries to live in in Africa. Really? Yeah, and I was like, is that true? Like this. Yeah, it was on a few websites. I don't know how trustworthy. So this one was from um, Mercer Cost of Living. So Ghana's capital, mm-hmm. Accra, is the 63rd most expensive expat destination out of 290 cities. And that was in 2019. Um, and the cost of living, this is 2017, so a bit like, what were we, 2004 years ago. Yeah. So yeah, cost of living in Ghana was higher than any other African nation. 2017. That's crazy. That's actually ridiculous. Yeah, so... I'm not really surprised. I feel like... Well, so first of all, first of all, like, how much to the pound, how much, how many, how much CDs do you get for one pound? So for one pound, you get eight, around eight CDs. Eight CDs, okay. Yeah. Which kind of makes sense, because I feel like every time um, I go to Ghana, you get obviously a lot more CDs yeah, for yeah, your pounds, yeah. which as a holiday, yeah, it's fantastic. Going, it's like it's, it's wonderful. Great. I'm it? going in three weeks for <laughs> no, like seven weeks. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, <laughs> you're here to enjoy. I'm gonna enjoy. Fun, you know <laughs> but, and it's great. But then when you go, you realize actually the CDs are going fast sometimes. Yeah. And you just be turning around mm-hmm. and like, wait, hold mm-hmm. on, this mm-hmm. this drink was how much? Like, yes. what's going on here? It just it just throws everything off because you're like it don't really make sense. It like doesn't that. make sense anymore. You know, because even as a holiday maker, if I'm coming and we're good, we can talk about salaries later. But of course, like the salaries in earning here in the UK yeah. and then going over there, it shouldn't be a massive shock to me sometimes yeah. the prices but i'm like this is actually really i can't afford this mm-hmm. like this is too expensive just like i don't especially the things that they have to um import so when you go to the shops and you want to buy like something that's exactly. not really you know obviously those things are more expensive it makes sense but yeah just sometimes even like i don't know i think i'm saying this but like i'm thinking of my hair for example mm-hmm. so i think the last time i did it when i was there in 2019 i think mm-hmm. maybe it was like a hundred and maybe like a hundred cities 
And at the time, I'm guessing it was like one to five or something like that. Yeah. So that's maybe like twenty pounds ish. That's not. Is that expensive? I can't even figure out if that's, that's expensive or not. That because it's cheap in our mind. Yeah, that is cheap. But well, what did you do with your hair? It was braids. Just box braids. That's cheap. That's cheap. But is it cheap? Because when, cheap when out here it's charging a hundred pounds. Yeah, but that's obviously comparing to the UK is yeah. hard because here is ridiculous. But. I'm thinking of like maybe when I was not that much younger, but a few years ago when like literally we used to like be amazed at how cheap it was because it would literally be like five pounds or something to get yeah. your box space done. So uh, it's still cheap, of course, compared to us. But I'm just like, it's probably for the locals there. I wonder if they're being priced out. Mm. If twenty pounds is too much for them to do their mm, hair there, mm, mm. or in what you said, a hundred yeah, CDs, CDs yeah. if that's too much to do that. And it's very interesting, like obviously going from here where box sprays can be over a hundred pounds mm. to Ghana and known it's 20 pounds, it's like, okay, that's still yeah, of course. great yeah, for us. Relatively but like great. I've been, um, so I've been watching UVA. She's, um, she's a YouTuber, mm. she's a pharmacist and a YouTuber. And she's part of like these amazing three girls. That I love watching um, their page, their, YouTube channel is called Life from Layfield and mm-hmm. she's in Nigeria right now and I don't know I love watching like mini vlogs or vlogs in all its mm-hmm. whether it's on YouTube or it's on Insta stories yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. like I just love seeing other cultures and mm-hmm, like countries mm-hmm. and stuff and she's just literally vlogging her time there and putting mm-hmm. it every few days putting up a few posts okay, on nice. Insta stories and um when she first got there she did her hair and she said it was about five pound and she mm-hmm. had got like really long braids okay and she was like i'm probably gonna change my hair every week and mm. i was just like wow like this is actually yeah what, it's in this life right now yeah, just yeah, being yeah, able yeah, to yeah. change your hair every week because it's so cheap yeah, there yeah. and you know she's going to all of these different places and it looks really cool and mm-hmm, stuff but then she, there was an interesting conversation i think she had with one of her male cousins and he was really frank he was like um it's easy to love Nigeria when you're not of living course, in Nigeria. Yeah. And he, he, I wish I could remember word for word what mm. he was saying, but essentially he was just talking about how hard the country is mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how like, you know, when you do come maybe as a visitor or a tourist, mm-hmm. it's easy to see the fun side of here. But of like course, to yeah. live here and unemployment and like it feels like the government aren't really trying to help the youth yeah. who are struggling there. It really put things into perspective for me because mm. I know, especially on this um, on this podcast, we do talk about just our love for our home country, mm-hmm. and you know we do recognise the problems mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we want better for our home country. But then mm-hmm. we also see it. I feel a lot of the time through rose tinted glasses, course, yeah, yeah. Because when we go there, we just have such an amazing time, mm-hmm. but then we don't really realise that it's our money like our spending power it's just a bit mm-hmm. more because the pound to see these mm. ratio means that we can maybe but afford a bit i think more. it's that and also the fact that actually a lot of my dad's friends like all the uncles i feel like when i think about my uncles in ghana they're actually living at large like they're actually living yeah. a good life so and when i was actually looking at statistics of average salary i think it's hard to, it was it was quite varied. I was getting some numbers from one website, another number. It was very varied, and I think it's hard to quantify because a lot of people that have their own businesses and stuff, you're not... I don't think they're capturing exactly, yeah. like... Cause, and also, another thing that was hard, actually, was, like, when I saw the difference between the low and the high of, on some websites, it was extreme. Like, some people are earning, of course, yeah. ex, like, 
so much money in Ghana and then some are earning ridiculously low. So the middle was just like, who's even earning this middle? Because I don't feel like there's a middle class. Yeah. The, well, no, there is. I think there Do is. Yeah, yeah, no, there is. Because all the people I'm thinking of, my uncles and stuff, mm. yeah, they're all like the middle class. But, but in Ghana, because of how expensive things can get, it's either you have it to spend it or you mm. really just don't. So yeah, they might be middle class by all intent and purposes, but then mm. it's like, you need to be at a, quite a certain level of wealth to mm. be able to do so. I don't know. That's the mm. way I sort of see it. Mm. Because I get where you're coming from mm. 100%. And I do wonder why a lot of um, a lot of people here, when we go back home, mm. we can talk about these uncles and aunties mm. who are doing so well. Because then it gives us a false perception that mm. actually everyone here is up. And then mm. it's only like when you dig a little deeper, you realize there's still a lot of people struggling. Yeah, of course, of course. There's still a lot of poverty. Mm. I think it's not that. It's that there's definitely another thing I think that's made it hard to to see is like, for example, the average salary. So on what website I was getting, the average salary was this was Destination Scanner. I'm not too sure how reputable, but this is what I was finding for my research. So. Mm. This one was saying the average salary in Ghana is currently fourteen thousand um, dollars, and this is Ghana, so a it's year. not just a cross. Obviously, if it was a cross, it would be much. Fourteen thousand dollars a year. A year, yes. Um, it's given a few examples of like a sales manager average would be around thirty thousand, an engineer around twenty thousand, child accountant around eighteen thousand, mm. and of course, relatively like. This also, it's hard because this is just the whole of Ghana, not yeah, just Accra. Yeah. Accra, I'm sure, is much higher. Um, and then also, I looked at just the average. So this was the average cost of Living. a three-bedroom house in Accra mm-hmm. ranges from 100000 to 500000 US dollars, which is about 15% higher than the rest of Ghana. So if the average salary is around 14000 again, I can't compare because this is Ghana, but then the cost of a house in Accra is around 100,000 to 500,000. I mean, I don't know, it's really hard to... to, Because it's kind of the same here in the UK where our average salary in, let's say London, average salary in London is what, like 35 to 38 or something Mm -hmm. like that. But then average house cost, I don't even know, it's probably something like 400, 500,000 pounds. So it's actually not that dissimilar. Do you know how it works in terms of the housing market in Ghana? Because like... Obviously, growing up, it felt like everyone just built their own home. You buy land, yeah, you take your time yeah. to buy. Is there even like a mortgage? And this is me genuinely trying yeah. to buy. Do you know if that is now a popular way to try and finance a house? I mean, from what I understand, again, like most people I know that have houses have built their houses. Mm. Apart, My parents bought a house within an estate which is like the houses are all similar but you kind of get to choose your design of it so then so they didn't build it from scratch from themselves it was in an estate but they chose the design um so i'm not too sure but they didn't use a mortgage from what i knew they bought it ages ago so it was really really cheap um from what i've heard a mortgage the interest rates are ridiculous um, so it's not even worth kind of using the mortgage. But obviously, I'm sure some people do go through that route. Yeah. But I've heard that it's not even worth the. It's either like building or, <clears throat> sorry, either building or I guess paying up front if yeah. you can. But see, that's um, where the difficulty comes in because if that's the average salary, mm-hmm. and you kind of need to have the majority of that in your hand before 
you can mm. start building a property it makes it very difficult yeah it is quite confusing i don't know because i remember when i was even working at ibm in ghana mm-hmm. and actually everyone was being quite open about salaries because we were talking about the differences mm-hmm. so okay. i was an intern at that point so that was me after my second year of university and i was I think it was like 19,000 for the internship year. Mm-hmm. And I remember telling them and they were talking about, I think the person on like that, the people that had been working there for like 10 years would be earning less than 19,000 really? pounds. Yeah. What? So on my internship year, I was earning more than someone like someone who might have been there. For, so I was quite, but then the thing is, it but seems, why? it's really confusing. I'm like, isn't that wild then? How, how would you be able to afford certain things? But I guess... If it depends, like uh, mm. I don't know, it's hard. I guess they're not eating the same things that we're. I, I don't know. Like, would it be more that the food, the local food that they're going for, like they're not eating at because re- going to a restaurant on that salary in Ghana every it's... like not every time but like maybe on every month or so mm-hmm. often is crazy because yeah, the it's, prices it's, are expensive. So I'm very confused. I was like, what? How do you? Yeah. And if the cost of living, like accommodation and stuff is high, how would you be able to survive on 19,000 a year? That doesn't make sense. I think it explains why so many people do try and like try and travel abroad for work. And mm. it kind of gives you an idea that even if you are super hardworking, you really want to try and do the best you can there, you're, you're just not gonna be able to make it out of that like rabbit hole. And mm. hence why people might say, be attracted to America or here to try and find it, particularly um, really smart grads there mm, who then mm, say, do you know what, I'm trying to find a good job mm, that can mm. pay for my living expenses, but it's clearly not really happening. I'm going to like leave. Yeah. Or they're attracted to those like multinational um, organizations mm, or companies. Because mm, mm, mm. I think for you, like obviously your salary was negotiated here before you, mm. you left. Yeah, that was like a a UK thing. Exactly. So that's why maybe IBM, like they know we're not going to, what, so it was 19,000, what? um, That was just because, no, 19,000 pounds. Pounds. So yeah, that was my internship, yeah. So that was what is the standard here in the UK for a second year student. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, But they know that they they can play games over there. So sometimes, Mm. I don't know if there's unions in Ghana. Mm, I don't be. know if there's if they are like as strong or powerful. I mean, a lot of people might say unions here aren't very powerful, but mm. they were like think about the fact that there's now even um, a minimum wage. Mm. There's workers' rights. There's the time when none of this existed, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, at exactly. all, and literally people have had to fight for some of these rights mm-hmm. just so that there's more fairness in in the job market yeah. and i wonder if any of that kind of happens there because mm. a lot of these sites with the statistics i wonder if they're actually um capturing that woman who's selling cane care on the side of the street mm. who is actually a businesswoman to be just fair like i heard multinational i guess that's all the informal company. economy but mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know if it's true my cousin was saying in this pandemic they gave what are they called oh there's an actual name what are they called the people that sell things on the side of the road. Oh, um, I've forgotten. Street sellers, road sellers. Uh... Okay. I know there's a name, so nobody come for me, but I can't remember it right now. But anyway, <laughs> my cousin was saying that um, they actually gave them money, like £2,000 $2, or something like that. But they did. Yeah. That's okay. That's really good. Yeah, in this pandemic. Because when it, everything closed down, mm-hmm. of course, like they would have been. So they actually got. I don't know how they would have done that. that yeah, mean? because. How do you <laughs> but that's what my cousin was saying, who's from people? Ghana. So I don't even know. Like, yeah. If that happened, then that's really good. There's no, there's no like system in place. Like, when I was in Ghana in 2019, my brother and I were even talking about how it sounds. Listen, I'm not here to crush anyone's dreams, but 
not everyone is meant to be a businesswoman or man, you know. Mm-hmm. And we were literally going around town doing our business, and it mm-hmm. just felt like every two seconds there'll be another pop up shop selling the same thing, mm-hmm. selling, and it's like nobody on the street is going to actually make enough money here mm-hmm. because there's just so many people selling the same mm-hmm. thing and thinking they can just start a shop and it's going to be cool. It mm-hmm. it works. There needs to be some sort of like triangle. Mm-hmm. This is not a pyramid scheme. Forget that. But <laughs> I'm trying to but think do how you know to explain I feel it. Like it. It's like, if you came together to try and form a corporation and you actually did things properly, like you had, you had better quality stock, you offered better competitive prices blah 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 blah, mm. blah then everyone who's part of that actually takes home more money i don't know you know I, I was thinking the system of the streets like the people that like are walking on the road when you're in your car yeah. and you can buy i think it's really useful you know no no I no i think do you know how <laughs> many like it's, useful, it's, it's, a, it's, 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 it's something that obviously is not done here. So when you go there for the first time, you're like, oh my God, why are there people? Yeah. But I genuinely think that is actually so convenient. That's <laughs> the most might... convenient way for me. I'm on the go and I'm literally seeing plantain chips. I feel like plantain <laughs> And you know, it's not even me seeing it. I can literally be like, I feel like plantain chips. I know in two seconds yeah. I will see someone selling plantain yeah. chips. Okay, it, it's useful, but then I'm, it might be useful for you that the consumer mm. but then i'm just thinking the lively that's not a very sturdy livelihood for the person selling but the these are the kind of things that have to occur because what else like is it's like to get into it might be one of the cheapest ways to get mm-hmm. your stock mm-hmm. and then get out selling there like it's some of the only options so like it actually yeah. creates a, a way for someone to earn money yeah. where they wouldn't be able to otherwise because there might not might not be other options in yeah and i i do agree with that but i think ultimately we need to have like a bigger picture thinking because the country will never really progress more than that if they were mm. not putting things into practice so that those with entrepreneurial spirits or mm. flares or whatnot are able to do so in a mm. better mm. and more supported manner yeah. and therefore can you can if you can get someone who has the foresight to build a company and employ people mm. who then get a better salary and more stability out of it surely it's better than you know loads of street sellers who might go to work literally in traffic dangerous mm. conditions and not make a single or not but i think this whole the low the low or, wage is yeah. more like the government like the salaries and stuff like that like i don't know if there's a minimum wage there actually to be honest yeah. there might be and um then I don't know. To the be government definitely. Um, so, because yeah, other things like that is all the pri- like companies coming together and being made and doing that. Like, that's all just private. People have to do that for themselves. Mm, yeah. Like, but I think in terms of salaries being that low, I mean, I guess the cost of living is not as high as the UK, but it still seems it's quite high. high. It's too, like, it's too high. It still seems quite high for the salaries to be the average yeah. salary to be that low. But then again, what does it capture? Does it capture everyone who started a business who's earning? Yeah. I don't know if it's capped. I don't know if those statistics I read are actually quite accurate. No, I feel like honest. you can see it on the ground. Like from time people say they can go to Ghana and bribe a policeman, it tells you a mm-hmm. lot, you know. Or you go to Ghana and the minute you step off the plane, like. You know, you can bribe the official there. Mm. Obviously, these are all antidotal. We don't know what's true, what's not. Mm-hmm. But there definitely seems to be a sense that if your salary 
is clearly not mm-hmm. giving you everything mm-hmm. you want, then you are liable to be bribed. Like people bribe because yeah, they're greedy. Yeah, yeah. This bribery that goes on here, but mm-hmm. it feels like here it's just a lot more like just it's less likely to happen. Oh, it's definitely not less likely to happen. You think so? No, all the cor- corruption that corruption as a thing. I, I don't think. Imagine being stopped by the police and I'm. Oh, you mean that? Ex- okay, ex- on low levels like that. Of end. course, <laughs> of course, that, those kind of things are not going to happen. But I mean, in just in general corruption, like yeah, and then in more like what do they call those kind of crimes? Like blue collar crimes. Like yeah but that's not good it, like both like of them are not good so i yeah. think either way corruption none of them like, are good but i'm saying not... like why is it a policeman who's meant to be enforcing the law you can easily now bribe just any old policeman on the street that is actually well that is criminal yeah <laughs> criminal. i guess like, yeah those are definitely they things... need to be paid better mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's one one of the issues i'm mm-hmm. not saying that's the only issue they're probably are paid enough but given mm. the statistics you've given the chances are maybe they are still finding mm. life hard to live even after receiving their monthly paycheck mm. but if that's one of the things that can be um looked into and bettered mm. then you can look at like attitudes and you can look at like you know what what are the other things that mean that police officers aren't as honest as they should be mm-hmm. and i'm not just just talking about um ghana even nigeria and the yeah, whole yeah, nsars yeah. movement and people's yeah, yeah. testimonies as to crazy. like you know if you didn't have money to give to the police officers they'll beat you up like yeah, it was shocking yeah, things yeah. to hear yeah. but if you're from those countries you completely relate and you can understand that yeah. actually this is how it goes yeah. it's just ridiculous it's crazy yeah some of the things i was seeing on the hashtag mm-hmm. and i wonder i mean i don't i saw that they had that protest but after that i don't know if it's like has it died down the hype i don't know it might have not died down because i'm not in ghana so i don't know yeah. but um what do you think of our elected officials no no Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, of course, I'm watching it, but from afar, I don't live there. So I feel like it's it's really, like, if someone doesn't live in the country and they're talking on your policies, it's just, it's a sound a bit like you don't know what's yeah, going on. Exactly. But, I mean, from what I've seen and when I go there and stuff like that, it does seem like he, there are a few notable things that he has done. Well, not he himself, but in his time as president. Mm-hmm. It seems like there was something around um, free school. So I can't exactly remember what exactly, because... Mm-hmm. He made it um, free for all children to go to school up until the age of something. Okay. I don't know if he made it, but in his time, that that became a thing. Also, this whole tourism thing, the year of return, and making sure more um, diaspora are coming to the country. He has been very, like, um, kind of at the forefront of that. I know it's not his idea, but he did a whole thing going to lots of different Caribbean islands, going to America Mm -hmm. and talking about offering they've done the whole thing with jamaica jamaicans don't need a visa to come to ghana and vice versa mm. actually because he wants more diaspora to come back to the country mm. help build the country up i keep saying he but i mean under his, his government basically yeah. his government so um that those are the things i know and maybe because i'm old i'm just more at paying attention to it like, whereas maybe the other gov- um other presidents yeah actually yeah there's definitely things i can note that that maybe were big things but yeah just in this mood and especially since i've been going to ghana more myself rather yeah. than with my parents these are just things i'm noticing so it mm-hmm. seems like there are things under his presidency that yeah. seem to be quite good but also under his president presidency the exchange rate has got like it's crazy one t- one pound to eight cities is actually wild yeah. and i'm hearing a lot about how bad the economy is in ghana um, even someone was even saying, another Ghanaian that I was speaking to was saying that Dumso is about to get worse in Ghana. I don't know why. I didn't really understand his explanation, but that's what I heard. Whereas when I've been there, last time I went there was 20... 
2019 the light i literally had lights all the time like so it wasn't bad for me actually you had light what sorry light like the dim store yeah, it, yeah, it wasn't yeah. a thing for me at all when yeah, i went there last time yeah. but someone i was speaking to still was saying that it's gone it's about to get worse maybe what lights going on yeah yeah, it's yeah, true. It's yeah. Good. i've heard that as well so yeah under his presidency i've heard things around the economy mm-hmm. even though it's wild that tourism the year of return they got so much money from that and <sighs> tourism in, in general has gone up like yeah. a lot more people are going back and he like the whole diaspora going back he was very adamant about that he see it seemed like he made it seem like he wanted to make sure people from the caribbean america uk and things like that were going back and contributing to the country so i don't know i don't know that's just for me watching the fight i don't know the ins and outs i don't know the facts too yeah. well and stuff like that but so what about you? the whole issue about the schooling that you mentioned that actually has um it's like almost unlocked a memory mm-hmm. um when i was in ghana someone telling me that like although it's great there's now free schools mm-hmm. um there's not enough schools for the students so mm-hmm. they're doing like some sort of road to three three months in three months out so you know if you are in set a b c like you mm-hmm. might start off the year going for three months and then you'll sit home for another three months while mm, set me go mm, and do their th- so that's the rotor apparently that was working if mm. that's incorrect please feel free to let us know but mm. i remember having a conversation um with someone who lived there about that so it's not really solving the problem in my opinion mm. because making things free but then now if it's affecting mm, the quality mm, of the education then how is that any more beneficial mm, mm, mm. if that makes sense yeah but so in yeah. those i feel like we there has to be some steps like baby steps i guess like yeah of course these are really important basic things that need to be sorted but i think i don't know what the plans are now in terms of that not enough yeah. schools are they trying to build more schools or well that I, definitely should be yeah they might they might be doing that so i don't know why do i feel like not so confident in like <laughs> you know a lot of money was made with the whole um, year of the return. Mm-mm. A lot of money, and mm. a lot of people went back. You know, mm. I was even watching um, a YouTuber from Australia, and they were talking about it. It was one of her old videos, and mm. they were talking about it. So, listen, this message went far and wide. Yeah, of course, you know, of course. to to come back yeah. and have it, and they made so much. And I just wonder, like, where is the where wh- where is how's the economy? How's it been benefited mm-hmm. from this? One thing I've noticed, yeah. I feel like as tourism has grown, it's just made prices ridiculous. Well, exactly. That's what, exactly. And it's like, what? Even for me, I'm just like, why is the club entry like... Yeah. Well, I can't even remember. What is it? 250 cities? Yeah, it was 250 cities yeah. for one club at which That's like... If it was one to five, that's about that's about fifty pounds. <laughs> that's a lot. That is a lot of money for one. It just created a little like sub economy in, in a bigger economy because now they're trying yeah. in their efforts to basically trying to rinse tourists dry knowing yeah. that there's now money that they can exploit you're actually low-key now shutting off yeah. the locals because yeah. the locals aren't even they're not even contributing to this and mm. now they can't even get but i think i i i think there are the locals so the locals that i see when i go to these mm. kind of events are the ones that are like middle class okay. so they're all actually living a really nice life they seem to be able to afford these kind of things. And there are lots of them, actually. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when I go, the one my friend that I go with, we meet lots of, like, young people our age who, like, can afford this calm. They, even for us, we're saying it's expensive to them. They're just like, can it's they what really it is. afford it or are they fronting? No, they can. They can. They definitely can. Because I have my few family friends that they're like, yeah. and it seems like I, it's very common. I don't know. It seems common for children to 
Um, I don't know, to stay with their parents and their parents to kind of fund their lives. For if you're in the middle class, class right. their yeah. parents fund their lives. Like I have one family friend over there who like is basically, I think he's a year older than me actually. And like, he's just like, he's one of these people who will go to all these events. And he doesn't, I don't think he's working at the moment. Yeah. And I always ask my dad, like, so how does he afford? Yeah. Like his parents are just paying for everything. Yeah. And I'm just yeah. like, huh? Like, do you think, well, as soon as, to be fair, as soon as I turned 16 and got my job, my parents were not paying for anything. <laughs> So I'm just like, yeah, I was confused. I was like, how are they? And they're not even like pushing him to get a job or like, they're just funding his lifestyle. I was just like, what is that? So yeah, that's how a lot of them are just living. And I guess, and I'm not saying everyone is fronting, by the way, before people come out with it. It's more of a thing where I feel like there is a thing within our cultures where we do try, like, you know. I think that's more here, you know. All the time. You think so? Than there. The ones there that I know of anyway, they can all afford, their parents can afford it. Yeah. Everyone can afford it, but then it's also like I'm not saying they can't afford it. But I'm also questioning why it's, why is a certain sort of extravagance needed with the way you may present yourself when mm-hmm. well and truly, for example, we know there's very rich people here, and mm. they might not necessarily need to be flaunting certain mm. things in other people's faces. But anyway, that's that's mm-hmm. a whole different mm-hmm. conversation, you know. Yeah. But you're saying I've seen it a lot myself. It's kind of sweet living, you know, yeah, that baby boy, baby girl like, life. You know, I want to live dad, like this. Funding everything, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, it's it's tricky. A friend of mine who went to Nigeria was even saying how um, things have really changed. Like, even in Nigeria, because they know the UK can be tough and mm. there is a good time, they might even look down on you coming from the UK thinking mm. you literally come in yeah. your like your plt dress you know yeah, what we're doing here yeah. you know what, did you see the yeah, somebody i'm wearing yeah. you see it's crazy you know and it just makes me laugh because i'm just like it's just not that deep mm-hmm. for all of this it, that's definitely what all the international students so the, all the international students were the rich ones of course so they were looking at us like yeah. you peasants you like, peasants you literally, <laughs> literally because that's what we were at the, to be fair because we were in uni being broke normal <laughs> normal student broke whereas they were in uni literally, literally like, just flaunting yeah. everything exactly that's what that's what i'm yeah, trying yeah. to get but, out here yeah like, yeah okay right so we know you we know you've come from you know extravagance yeah, yeah, yeah. but here it's hard and they nobody i have personally never been into this um this illusion of trying to go home and make people feel like here is like the be all end all because here is tough too and i don't like this idea especially when we were younger and people thinking okay you come from the uk it means Mm -mm, you know mm -mm. you don't call up ah can you buy me brand new ipods back in the day but i I say that though you know how much an ipod be casting it's true (laughs) but if you're if looking at the salary differences i would it's weird because there's there's good and bad of both gone in the uk and everyone just sees the the side they don't see both sides so mm-hmm. everyone will either see just the bad or just the good like so i understand why they would think if the salaries if they're thinking i don't know if they would know salaries but compared to the salaries they would be probably be thinking wow like why wouldn't she be able to afford this where's where your money going but then they <laughs> but also wouldn't money? understand huh why are you counting someone else's money for yeah but that's their thought that's what they mm. think like from the uk but then it's also like i don't know it's weird because like here i just feel like it's not a lot but it's not I don't know. But see, it's expensive to live too. London is an yeah, expensive, it is expensive to, to live. To live as well. To yeah. be honest, we do have like when I think of, think back to the fact that next weekend and the weekend after that, I've got plans to go out to the mm-hmm. restaurants mm-hmm. and things like that. I'm like, okay, 
like it's definitely not a bad like i'm very fortunate to be yeah, able to yeah. you know no save and then also say i'm gonna have some fun yeah not everyone even in the uk is in that position exactly. let alone yeah, yeah, back yeah, home yeah. where yeah. going out is actually yeah it, it can be a huge strain given how expensive yeah, exactly. that it is compared to what you're earning mm. or you know the cost of living and stuff but it's still not easy i don't feel like mm. people back home necessarily understand that just because you're reading what the average salaries are here it doesn't mm. necessarily mean everyone is on it mm-hmm. you know i guess we'd have to compare like like for like so ourselves so 26 year olds been out of uni for like four years mm-hmm. on a grad or finished a grad scheme mm-hmm. in a good in good comp like earning decent amounts it the amounts would be very different the things that we would be doing would be we'd like to all do the same go out with our yeah. friends i don't know from there I, I, it'd be like Good to compare that, but I think that's where it comes from what I know. A lot of things are funded by parents because I, if it's just funded by salaries, your own salary, that would be wild. I don't think you'd be able to just, just do it. from what I've seen of the size and even what I spoke to at IBM, that is weird. Like, how would that, yeah. how would you be able to live like yeah. with that salary? But shout out to all the parents who, who can fund their lives and their children yeah. for, for decades and decades. That's mad. <laughs> Kids will be touching 30 because... and still like be able to do everything. I think it's funny though crazy. that my parents were able, like not able, like they looked after me, my sister for 16 years. <laughs> well, until we were 16 and then now it's I think it would be so difficult for them to actually be able to pay for a lot of things for us yeah whereas they were able to yeah. do it for however many years but now like yeah they wouldn't be able to do that I yeah. don't know and nothing's really changed uh, loads of change no as in like in terms of what they're earning yeah in terms of what they're earning yeah but you've become more expensive like you, but I'm you saying like, if I need. if it was so when I was younger my parents would pay for what if I had to go on a school trip mm-hmm. if my clothes my food um what else did they pay for they paid for so many things i can't remember but like, obviously those things even like school uniform things like that i don't think they would be able to pay for it now i don't know well, i guess the, the, it's just been directed somewhere else yeah. so like now they just don't have that money exactly. but yeah. so like, i don't know how people are funding their children's right that's wild as long as but then it comes with the whole like well so even when i was watching uh eva's um insta stories and she was talking about how like she literally said this as well like mm. a lot of her friends in nigeria literally still live with their parents so mm. if their parents say you can't go out tonight then mm. they can't go out tonight yeah. and she's around our age so yeah, i could only yeah. presume her friends are also around her age yeah, as well yeah, yeah. and so it comes with that as yeah. well the fact that you're literally living under someone else's yeah. roof and using their cash so yeah. best know you're gonna it's true but what you to be fair you should expect that if you are using their cash <laughs> You'd like <laughs> at this point whatever they say you have to do it because how can you your whole life like it's just funded by your parents yeah i find that quite strange like and we always tell my dad how's it how are his parents not pushing him to get a job like yeah, it's, it's probably because they understand it's difficult if the economy is so bad but, and you know you've got a really smart educated mm, graduate for example and they can't seem to get a job that i don't kind of, think no i don't think hard, in this example i'm thinking of nah in this example it's not hard his dad literally owns a business <laughs> he could even be working with his dad mm. even if he doesn't want to just it's just a job his dad mm. could actually pay him to do work and just instead of just giving him money yeah. or and there's other things like his sister i know his sister is really smart and his sister managed to go a great um grad job once she finished with mm-hmm. a really like big company mm-hmm. um so i like in that and his dad obviously knows lots of people nepotism like he if he really <laughs> wanted to get you a know, job like that one is like he could actually 
fully i'm sure he could get something it's not impossible for him to get anything so in that case i'm sure that's a lot of them that they have kind of middle class like mm-hmm. parents like they could definitely get a job somewhere yeah. i'm pretty sure of it it's more the ones that maybe you don't have the connections or like because connection is everything i guess it does. like it changes yeah so if, if you have connections world. and then i don't understand why you wouldn't Mm. Yeah. You say that, but then I think about a lot of the international students who came here to even just go uni here. Not even necessarily because they wanted to live here, but because mm. the fact that it says you've come to yeah, yeah, a yeah, UK yeah. university, yeah. the doors it does open. Mm-hmm. And these mm-hmm. are people who already have parents in positions where their mm-hmm. doors can just open mm-hmm. automatically. So I don't it's just know, Because even like some of the, ch- the um, Chinese international students, mm-hmm. I feel like with them, it was... I think, do you remember my friend Alison from Hong Kong? She even used to say, like, a lot of the times, like, they're really not even showing this degree to anyone. It's just for the, like, just for the fact that my son's gone to... It's gone to... It's gone to abroad, literally. That's all it is. There's literally nothing else to it. It's just gone to... Yeah. She was just like, some of them... For her, I think it was a bit different. She actually got a scholarship to come to to Mm. Birmingham. So she wasn't actually... I don't think she was rich, rich. But anyway, she was just saying that like, a lot of the thing is he's just gone abroad. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. It's it, like nothing more. It That's doesn't it. matter what culture you're from. <laughs> Everybody wants to just stunt on somebody else. Yeah, like, it's just silly. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure that's the case you know yeah yeah and it's funny how we still view the american and Mm -hmm. uk universities like yeah Yeah. this is because nobody no one from hong kong is sending their kids to like ghana Mm -hmm. and saying yeah yeah they're the ghana we need to get to those levels you know our unis are just as Mm -hmm. good you know the education system there I mean, I remember when I was a child and I would go, I felt like my cousins knew so much more than I did. Yeah, I felt like they were studying things that were so advanced. Mm -hmm. It does seem like that, don't they? They learn more. So... And they know more about the world. Like, whereas in the Western countries, we'll probably only just know their bit Mm -hmm. and, like, yeah, a bit... Like, a lot of Western countries maybe know absolutely zilch about Africa Africa. and Asia and stuff like that. Whereas, Mm -hmm. I feel like in Ghana, the people I know in Ghana, they're very, like... They know about the world, history. not just their, their history. Mm-hmm. They know about lots of different things. Even my mom, like when she talks about things, she's like, we learned everything. We didn't just learn yeah. Yeah. one particular thing. Yeah, so they seem to have quite good, actually, mm-hmm. education systems. But yeah, for me, one thing that I guess I would really like to see change is the open um, gutters or the sewers. <laughs> like last time I was there, it was reduced some of them were but i just think that's just not acceptable because that yeah. causes can really yeah. cause illnesses like mm-hmm. it does not need to be over mm-hmm. i didn't mm-hmm. i don't i don't understand mm-hmm. from when i very very first time i went there i just didn't get why yeah you could just have miles of mm-hmm. open gutters yeah it's very well someone explain to me is there actually a reason is it because like what is the reason? I don't know. There's a lot of things I don't know the reason. I don't understand why is the road. This one is tarred and then right next to it they forgot to. They didn't want to do that one. I mean, yeah, there's so many basic things that's like, huh? Yeah, I think people are just getting sick of that, and as they kind of should be, because I think mm-hmm. we've spoken about it before, where it's like a lot of great progress is being made, but then it feels like sometimes it's really slow, or mm. we're regressing back to different like. The, this whole light off situation is quite disappointing because yeah. when I went there last time I did not have a single yeah, episode too. of this and I thought wow this is a 
great step in the mm-hmm. right direction. Mm-hmm. This has been sorted out. Mm. And now apparently, mm. nope, it's not. Yeah. We just need to, you know, money's been kept, I guess, within you know the elite of mm-hmm. power mm-hmm. and doesn't mm-hmm. seem to be filtering down yeah. to the average everyday mm-hmm. man and woman and i just i don't know what we can do it's to crazy and it must be quite annoying i guess like for the average person seeing like people like us that like love going back mm-hmm. and like living it up when we go back mm-hmm. and then it's just like acting like it's such a fantastic yeah. i mean it's i think it's great but obviously from different perspectives mm-hmm. like so from from them thinking you know, it's a, it's a hard country to live in, yeah, and exactly. then us just being like, it's great. Exactly. Like, I'm out here partying, exactly. I can live my life, live in this hotel, go in there. But yeah, it, it's crazy to see. I think I've heard a post recently saying, because I actually genuinely would love to move, mm-hmm. I think even just to try it out. But really and truly, the only way was like, if, if I could live on a UK salary in Ghana. Yeah. That yeah. is the absolute best of both. And I think I've, a lot of people have done that because of the pandemic. So a lot of people have just been working from home. I've seen so many people on Insta it, that have been there for months. It's like, are you coming back? Are you actually coming back <laughs> home? Because some people have actually been there since Christmas, um, yeah. the Christmas... What's it 2020. Yeah. And they look <laughs> like they're not coming back anytime yeah. soon. And obviously these people are just working from home. So they're getting lots of money and then living... Oh, they must be living the rest of That's enjoyment. That's that's my best of both worlds. Yeah. Absolutely best of both worlds. If I could do that. Do <laughs> you think you didn't go last Christmas because we would have seen you this whole year? Yeah, I actually really wanted to, <laughs> but that was when I, I so I'd got my new job. I hadn't started mm-hmm. it yet, so I was like, if I go, it could be a bit awkward. Mm-hmm. I need to come back in time to mm-hmm. start my new job. So I was like, mm. but I really did want to go. Yeah, but yeah, I've that been, would be I've the been best. jealous too because that's. Best of both worlds. Best of both worlds, really and truly. Working from home, and then when you're done, you can just like. Yeah. Enjoyment. That is the best of both. I'm actually so tempted to ask. I mean, because I'm still new, I don't really want to ask if I can do that, but I'm really (laughs) tempted to be like, if I get stuck there, (laughs) like. It's all right. I've brought my laptop with me, so can I just? I need a lawyer who says no. I really need to understand why you're saying no. That. But some, because I've heard to some, because my friend was working at Facebook and mm. in Ireland, and and then she came. She, she obviously she's from London, but when she came, she was like, for tax purposes, they can't have all their employees working in London when they're meant to be, like it. it for tax purposes. Yeah, because obviously I don't know. I guess they're not. There's different countries, so they have to pay the different taxes is it yeah well who's got to know i, I don't know i don't Who's know the say? exact i don't know the exact reason but okay. i guess it's like where you're based and yeah but there's a lot of companies like that i feel like i've heard a lot of friends have said that they're, they're like no for tax purposes and yeah okay interesting i didn't know i feel like there's always a brand new block to stop mm. people having enjoyment yeah come on now yeah. Like even now, places that are starting to talk about coming back to work, I really am watching how these conversations go. Those are the worst ones. People have proven they can work What's effectively from home, so I really need to understand why now. You just don't like us. Like, exactly. <laughs> because what on earth? You don't like us. You don't want me to be happy. Literally, you want your employees it leads to, to be suffer. Sad. You want us to why? suffer. You don't like us. It makes because no what? sense. <laughs> So I'm looking at these conversations. I'm like, okay, let's see what you're gonna say now because when the pandemic was at its yeah, full swing, yeah, yeah. it somehow it was cool. You're still getting mm-hmm, the papers you mm-hmm, wanted. You're mm-hmm. still getting the reports. You're still getting. In fact, everything. we were working more and hours I, than necessary. But now all of a sudden, as the sun, as you see sun is coming and you see people are getting yeah. ready to have enjoyment, all of a sudden you want us. 
You want us? I think back in the office Friday afternoon. Sunday, mate. But it's, it's the really? old fashioned. Like I think if you've got older. So my sister's manager, I think she was saying, is like quite old, and they they're, they're just old fashioned. It's like it doesn't make sense that we're all scattered and working in our bedrooms. Like we need to actually see each other. We need to. I need wow, to see. I yeah, to I see don't. You. This that's been the greatest thing. It's like I actually don't need no, to just talk. see you. I don't need to see you. Yeah. Even sometimes when you call me, like we don't need to talk about this. Just email me. We don't need to see each other. Like. That's the best thing about yeah. working from home. Right? It's just like, <laughs> yeah. I've got literally. I I don't need Costa. I've got my drinks. Mm-hmm. I can make myself my my fried egg at mm-hmm. lunchtime. Honestly, I can re- when I'm done. I don't need to be sitting in this little smelly train. And yeah, like, I'm just already home. Already I'm comfy. Home. Why do you want to come and disrupt all this? I can't lie. I definitely wouldn't mind doing like one or two days, but I don't want it to be enforced. Like Mm -hmm. I want to be able to choose because I can, obviously I can work when I need to work. And my, actually my workplace is pretty cool with that. Like they're like, just do whatever. I feel like this generation, we are definitely going to be a bit more, a bit more like, no, you need to allow it because, Mm -hmm. um, we're not like the other generation where they've spent like 15 years in one job. We're more than happy to be around. And I can say for myself, Mm. this was actually quite an important thing for me. And when I started my new role, I I really liked the fact there was an option for to work from home, which my previous role did not have. Mm. And it says a lot. It's like, I was prepared and happy Mm -hmm, to move mm -hmm. because this was something I preferred. So how many more people are going to be thinking like that? Or at least want to be part of a company that at least will entertain the idea, you know? understandably there's not every job that you can do working from home which is yeah, fine yeah, not everybody course, desires yeah, yeah, or yeah, cares yeah. to work from yeah, home but if it's something you do want to do and an employer is literally like you can do your work from yeah, home and an employer is yeah. being difficult but what why it's, yeah it's i was talking to my manager about that actually and she was saying how like a lot of people she, she used to work in finance um now she's it's not completely different we're still in like economic development but she was talking about how like they used to have training sessions on how to um cater to millennials because they were finding it wow. so difficult to like keep graduates after they've trained them for like three years like they do their grad scheme and then and like disappear. Oh. and i was saying to her i do you know i don't think there's any solution to that because that is genuinely how we think like yeah. it's like i just need to get my training or like not not completely just off but like I'm not staying here for 10 years. Why would I do that? Like, I don't know if there's anything you can necessarily do to make me want to stay. I'm trying to learn, get all the skills I need and move on to bigger and better things. Like, I don't know why I would. I don't know if there's a solution to that. Maybe it's just me thinking. But I think most people I know, like most of us that graduated like three, four years ago, like that's how the thinking is. Like, do you know what it is? Like I said, it's just a bit of like savage mode because, um, our, our older counterparts or peers or whatnot or colleagues, there's a sense of, you know, being loyal to a mm. company, whereas I think we've very much been in, we're in a mindset yeah. or we've been told, be, like, you're not loyal to anyone. Because yeah, yeah, when it comes yeah. down to it, companies aren't even loyal to you. Yeah, nobody's loyal. To yeah. do what you have to do mm-hmm. um, and make sure, like, you're all good. Sometimes this mentality can be really, like, it can be toxic if you I don't think it. we think how because I guess in life there needs to be a sense of loyalty no to they're like not this. to my company why on earth <laughs> like just in everything you like we we shouldn't go so far to the left or right or whatever you want to just so far to an extreme where we don't care about anything or anyone it's just us us, us but us, I wouldn't us, say it's if that not caring sense. but but kind of it's like if a I, company has literally invested over 100k mm. to train you 
then I can understand why they might think just based off loyalty. But then again, but is it loyalty? Yeah, they, you you're paying me, I'm doing the work. It's and true, I'm not saying that right, I just don't yeah. care. I'm saying that when I go into these things, I'm literally going to get everything I can, all the skills, mm-hmm. do with my heart. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to learn what I can, be an asset. And then... You're I'm right, done. Right. I can't like I, we're not married. You're not my babies. <laughs> like I, there's absolutely no loyalty I feel towards any company or anything like yeah. that at all. There's no such thing. Yeah, at I know. all. But you know how when people say if you jump around jobs too too many times, then companies do feel like nah, let's not invest in this. I don't know. Do you think that's still gonna be a thing though? Because so many people do that. Like. Mm. Maybe it was a thing before, because it's like, why are you moving around so much? But if everyone is pretty much, that's how things are moving towards, like, are they really going to be looking at people, like, sideways because of that? The grad scheme, I just left, um, mm. we heard rumours that we were the last year group where mm. after, so basically for the incoming year group, mm. I don't know if it's been implemented, but mm. for the incoming year group, um, once they had finished the grad scheme, they were going to they had to they stay, had to stay. Okay, on yeah. for at least a year or two, I that's, think. That's all right. Because that's how many people they're losing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? And I was like, that is... But a I year thought... or two is okay. Yeah, okay, fair enough. But this is, these are the deals that is going to be start mm-hmm. being made because clearly they don't think we're loyal. So that's yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. why they're like, do you know what? Yeah. Forget you guys. We're yeah. going to make sure it's in your contract mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that you got to stay. Yeah. And I'm like, but still, why are you going to try to lock down a good person for yeah. like that? Like, Free yeah. my brothers and sisters. Let them be free, man. It's true. <laughs> I yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I I see from their perspective why they. I get it. Like yeah. they can't be training these people and then they just leave. But like, then why do they want to leave? Like for me, it's look assess the situation. But, Most of the time, we know why they want to leave. Let's not lie. But I don't think it's money. always to do with it's the... not enough. Maybe. What? It's not enough what? Because sometimes it's like even money wise, you can just easily if you move somewhere else, it seems like you can get more. Like money wise, and just moving up a little bit in your own workplace. Precisely, so that's why people are leaving. Mm. So it could be down to money, or it could be down to not great, maybe not great options to climb, or maybe mm. um, work life balance is not great. Like mm. some jobs, I feel like it's unavoidable. Like obviously, if you're going to become an investment banker, you kind of probably know you're going to be working crazy hours. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Doesn't matter which bank you yeah, go to, yeah, you're yeah. probably going to be you know that's the career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they might not necessarily feel like they need to try and impact that. Mm. But then there's other places where it's very obvious that um, you're not... Whoever is working there doesn't feel like they're making enough mm-hmm. money. That's why they're going to want to go. That's why that sh- grad student is not going to I also stay. think, though, it might also be a case of, like, in our generation, it seems like we're not just tying ourselves to one thing or one mm-hmm. skill. It's like learning lots of different... I might want to just be in a different industry yeah. like I might want to work in tech and to be yeah. fair even from when I've done my internship yeah. I've actually worked in about five different industries yeah. like yeah. and it's interesting like I want to I if I don't necessarily know that I have a passion like mm-hmm. passion passion for one of these things I like I like working in them but like I can also I want to try this and yeah. see yeah. like what that's like and stuff like that so I think there's a lot of us that are thinking like that as yeah. well so sometimes it's not even the company's fault it's just that me, that's yeah. I've got very interest. Yeah, like I want to just see what what's it's going so on true. over there, and then like yesterday, I was watching Blue um Blue Planet, and I was just like Blue Planet. I think it was Blue Planet or, Planet, <laughs> or Frozen Planet. One of them. Okay. One of the David Attenborough ones. Okay. I was like, 
I really want David Attenborough to call me up to come and be one of his film crew for these things. Because honestly, it's so fascinating mm-hmm, to me mm-hmm, and I know mm-hmm. I'll enjoy it. And mm-hmm. I just don't, like, I don't know how to record anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything. I mean, I can barely pat a dog, but somehow I feel like I can be there watching the polar bears <laughs> on the ice. Like, oh, who gosh. am I? Like, when did yeah. I become this person? But it's interesting. But it feels interesting yeah. to me. Well, you can, start, you can actually in this day and age just start learning other skills and then get into it through social yeah. media or something like that. Like, yeah. Yeah, there's also options. People call us sometimes like the microwave generation, like, mm. and it does, I think, feed into the whole loyalty talk mm. where we kind of just people think we bounce around the way we do because mm. we kind of don't want to stick it out for the long term, mm. we don't want to do the grinding. Like, mm. you know, when I was in my last job, there was someone I worked with who used to get really annoyed when people would always want to go like want to apply for a step higher a step mm-hmm. higher and i was like this person is a hater mm-hmm. like what's wrong with you people mm-hmm. are out here trying to progress their career mm-hmm. maybe get a bit more money but you know want to progress yeah. and she used to keep on expressing the importance of sideways steps mm-hmm. and say no you need to like spend a few years like mm-hmm. stay within your band or whatever like the same salary mm, band but mm, mm, get mm. a breath of experience doing different things within that mm, right so that you're really experienced before you go up mm. and i can understand the logic with that but mm. not a lot of us think like that mm. too much if you do yeah it. yeah you know? i don't know if i think like that i'm not i kind of get that logic and yeah. i think i yeah yeah i do kind of get that logic it's, it's, you do get it but then you realize the amount of work it takes because sometimes mm. You look at someone who says they've been in a they've been in a job for fifteen years, but you might be like, that's that's kind of long. Like, why would yeah, they? Yeah, they're yeah. the best at it. They know yeah. everything to do about about yeah, that job. Yeah, they could yeah. do the manager's job, your job, and the job below easy with their eyes closed. Mm-hmm. They know it like the back of their hand. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how many of us in our careers now how how like do we know mm-hmm. that? Do we can yeah, we do that? Yeah, I I get what you're saying. I, we, but I don't. Think, it depends on why you want. I guess the careers, the, the way you see it is different. Maybe they see it as that's the achievement to yeah. be able to say, I can do your job, I can do this job, I can. I don't know, for me, I don't think that's my that, what my achievement, <laughs> what I would achieve, to be honest. For me, it's just thinking like, I'm interested in this for now. I want to learn as much as I want to learn in this area. And then maybe move on to something else. Like, I don't know if I want to achieve the whole, I can do this, I can do every yeah. single thing in this job. I'm the most experienced. I, I can, I'm an expert level. I don't know. I don't know if that's even bad that I don't, that's not my achievement <laughs> for now. Anyway, I'm yeah. just like trying to yeah. see what I like, go here, go there. And yeah. then, I mean, I haven't really moved around that much. I'm acting like I, I, I skip every two seconds, but you know, it, I think it's very natural. The minute you kind of get a job, you sort of start thinking about your next steps. And mm. I think managers and organisations just need to be a bit more realistic that, you know, people are here for a short time. Mm. No, for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Shout out, Drake. Yeah. <laughs> They're here and everyone can play friendly and play ball whilst, like, whilst like, everything is good. But just mm. know that person's probably not going to try to stay there Mm-mm-mm-mm. for a long time. It's yeah. just, you know, and that in itself has problems. I've definitely worked with people who have been in places for a long time and mm. they're incapable of change. They hate, yeah, exactly. like, new innovative ideas. Yeah, they just can't, yeah, yeah, they just yeah, want to yeah, be yeah. there for the check and go home. Yeah, they don't yeah, care. Yeah. And it's, that, too, is not always healthy. Exactly, so yeah. It just depends. I mean, this is slightly strained off from... Our yeah, it really has. I don't even know how we got here. Yeah. But <laughs> should we um, wrap it up yeah. there? Thanks everyone for listening and um, we're going to keep up with the whole um, 
the movement in Ghana and yeah. see. There's so much more that's to be spoken about. I think mm. it would be great to have a really like in-depth view of like the political and economic like picture and also the yeah. background of a lot of things mm-hmm. as well. So Yeah, and we're oh, obviously shoot. no experts or anything at all, but we're just speaking on what we see mm-hmm. from when we go there occasionally and from living in the UK, but mm-hmm. also wanting to be involved a bit in mm-hmm. Ghana. So yeah, yeah. just our thoughts. See ya. Yeah. Bye. But yeah, thank Bye. you everyone for listening.